we are waiting for that official public resignation to come from the Prime Minister Boris Johnson. We understand it could be within the next few hours, but an exact time isn't known just yet. We do know that the Prime Minister has actually started appointing new people to his cabinet. So while he's saying that he's going to stand down as leader of the Conservative Party, triggering a new race to find a new leader uh, for that party, it does seem like he has every intention of staying on in number 10 as Prime Minister until a new leader is in place. Now, that, of course, might seem quite incredible, given the amount of controversy that's been surrounding him, the amount of people that have been resigning over the last few days from his cabinet. Senior ministers, junior ministers, aides and envoys, they've all been sending letters to him saying they don't have confidence and they can't work for him anymore. But now it seems he is trying to build another government around him in order to carry on. He's got Greg Clark as the new levelling up secretary, replacing Michael Gove, who he sacked uh, last night, calling him a snake. He's got Kit Malthouse. He's now Chancellor for the Duchy of Lancaster, one of the most senior cabinet office ministers. And we're told as well that actually he's going to appoint a full replacement cabinet. So clearly he's finding some MPs that will still support him in those roles. And of course, uh, just a quick reminder of how this all started to unravel, uh, Laura. Uh, no stranger to controversy and scandal, obviously, Boris Johnson. Uh, but how did it all unravel? I mean, where do we start? This current situation started with the resignations that were handed in by the former Chancellor, Richard Sunak, and the Health Secretary, Sadie Javid. They seem to uh, submit their resignation letters in tandem, almost, in a sort of shock move there. That then triggered all of these over 50 resignations to come from the rest of Cabinet. But we need to look a few weeks and months back uh, in history to see what might be causing this controversy. We've had the Partygate scandal, of course, that investigation into parties that took place inside Number 10 over COVID-19 lockdown. We've had a no-confidence vote in the Prime Minister that Boris Johnson managed to survive. But now we've had a signal from a small group of MPs, the 1922 committee, that they're trying to change rules to try to bring forward another no-confidence vote. That now won't need to happen because the Prime Minister has said he will stand down. We've also had uh, accusations of, of course, sexual assault within the party carried out by the former Deputy Chief Whip, Chris Pinter. He was accused of sexually assaulting two men at a private members' club in London. And while he was suspended from the party, there was a lot of questions asked about whether or not the Boris, uh, sorry, Prime Minister Boris Johnson knew about those accusations and other historical claims that were brought against him as he promoted that man to that position of power. So there's so much to talk about in this. Finally, it seems that it has uh, culminated in Boris Johnson's decision to stand down as leader of the Conservative Party, now the big question is whether or not MPs will try to force him out as Prime Minister before his planned exit in the autumn. Laura, uh, thank you so much for that update. As we await uh, further news in this regard, uh, SABC correspondent in London, Laura McAnisha-Wood there.